Ho, 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 ho. Welcome to another edition of The Bonus Room. This is DJ Steffi, your boy, back at it again. And I'm here with my honorable co-host, Santi. Hey, what's up, everyone? Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. All that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? You you gotta show love to all the people. Show love. Yes, we are an inclusive podcast. We are your inclusive holiday show of record here on the And uh, Santi, he is also known as the Grinch. If you (laughs) see him, he is uh, the Grinch, huh? That's a good one with Jim Carrey. That's a classic. That is a classic. But we will not be discussing that today. We will be discussing five Christmas films. To help us discuss those films as we examine their holiday reverence are two very special guests. Now, you know the first one. He's been with us for a while. He's done a lot of film podcasts with us. It is the man, the myth, the legend. The rat. (laughs) The bottle rat. (laughs) The movie rat. And that hey. is Mr. Desire and Duty. I actually changed it to Earthbound Misfit. <laughs> I needed some change in mind. I don't feel like you keep changing your name every like three years. <laughs> All the good ones are taken, so I had to like, okay. Stop the presses. Desire and Duty has changed his name to Earth... What? Earthbound Misfit. Earthbound Misfit. Earthbound underscore 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 Because <laughs> with one was taken, with two was taken, the third one wasn't taken. As in the underscore. Story of my life on Instagram. Earthbound. That's it. It's a complex generation we live in. But hey, thanks for having me. Um, you know, I love talking movies. And it's been a while, man. It minute. has been a while, man. I've been, um, I've been chasing my dreams of uh, waiting tables. There you go. At Puga de Pepo? At for bougie, for the bougie <laughs> Hollywood elite at uh, Denny's. No, <laughs> Denny's on Sunset. That's Denny's on Lancashire, bro. Not even Sunset. <laughs> you watching as uh, as Leonardo DiCaprio comes I, in for that grand I, slam? I, I tell people I'm a. I look like Richard Grieco, right? <laughs> you know, when Richard Grieco makes another comeback for what twenty three Jump Street? Emilio Estevez. <laughs> <laughs> now you guys may be wondering who's that fourth voice? That doesn't sound like. Daryl, that doesn't sound like Mr. Time Flies. My probation officer. And usually, (laughs) (laughs) and usually, Mr. Time Flies is the one. He's the fourth one who usually joins us on these podcasts. (laughs) But Mr. New York is actually not here for this podcast. He's actually back in New York. Back in New York, being home alone. (laughs) 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 Yeah, we took him. We took him to Manhattan and we left him there. You know, we just decided to leave him there, and he's been there ever since. Back home in New York, being just a regular rat, <laughs> <laughs> subway rat, <laughs> a subway rat, you know, get a slice just of cheese New Yorker. pizza. Hey, what's up, Daryl? There, man, we love you, we miss you, man. Hope all is well yes. and the Big Apple, brother. Yes, sir, we miss you, Mr. Time Flies. This would not be the same without you. But as I was saying, the fourth guest today filling in for Mr. Time Flies is Andy. How you doing, Andy? How's it going, fellas? I'm doing well. Don't mind my little guy, Gizmo, in the background. That's a little bark, bark. He's like, Daddy, give me attention. You won't even <laughs> let me do the podcast. So we do. <laughs> we, we got do a have, fifth guest. Yes, we have a fifth guest. He may chime yeah. in here and there, give his opinion, you know, his Paul opinion. <laughs> but we have uh, Gizmo, Andy's wonderful dog. So hey, he'll be joining us today. If you hear little cries, little barks, that's him. It's a pleasure to be here, y'all. We're dog friendly. <laughs> dog nice. friendly. We are your dog friendly show of record. So we, we love dogs. Love dogs and all. You'll never be denied service. Uh, <laughs> Denny's at the bonus room oh. <laughs> or Denny's. We're not just friends. We're friends. Furry oh, friends. Friends okay. forever. <laughs> we will never ask. If your dog's been vaccinated to uh, dine at Denny's. <laughs> he doesn't have to show any First sort of all, of if proof. you dine at Denny's, you got worse shit than than COVID. Oh my For goodness. real. Hey, bro, I kind of like Denny's. <laughs> no, nah, I'm more of an IHOP, man. Yeah, Come I'd on. I'd rather take IHOP. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, even Norm's slaps yeah, a little more. Honestly, Norm's. Yeah, For Norm's sure. is a lot of but food. for Waffle House. Friend. 
Norm's but that's not here, but man. That's on the yeah, not man. yet, not yet, not yet. I'm surprised <laughs> they brought Duncan here. <laughs> I know, right? I'll do a nice Norm's breakfast burrito. Oh, Norm slaps. No, I've, I've never been to Norm's. Oh, uh, you're in the oh, Gizmo. Uh, I know Gizmo's it's crazy, Gizmo. Me, huh? Crazy. I've never been to Norm's. It's just I don't know. There's not there's not too many out here in like the San Gabriel area. You got to go the South Bay, yeah. Southern side, Elsewhere West in LA. side, East side, low. You know, but it, it's good. I think Gizmo's hungry now. He's like, Gizmo. you know, I could go for a pancake. <laughs> <laughs> Some French toast. But anyway, so we will be discussing our favorite holiday films. Um, ones that you may or may not have seen. Um, but we're going to discuss them anyway, so there will be some spoilers. We're going to examine them, give our opinions, why we like them, why we don't. And just kind of go from there, as we typically do on these film review podcast episodes. So we'll go ahead and get started. We're going to start off with... A classic, classic, classic bro. 80s holiday film. It still lives on to be one of the greatest even today. And it is Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Um. It's National Lampoon's <laughs> Christmas Vacation with our boy Chevy Chase. He he did so well in this movie. They named the street after him in Glendale. In Glendale, that's yeah, that's it's crazy, man. Is it really named after? Yeah, che- oh, it's Chevy Chase. Maybe there's another Chevy Chase. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, actually, I don't, I don't think it is. I looked it up and it didn't uh, say anything about that. I always thought it was named after him. I did sure? too. Well, let's. You know what? For the sake of this podcast, it is named after. All right, cool. But yeah, so we're gonna talk about Christmas Vacation. This was Santi's pick. Santi, why is this a holiday must see? Man. This is such a classic movie. You and me both grew up on this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, first of all, I'm a fan of the National Lampoon series. There's Christmas Vacation. There's Summer Vacation. There's European Vacation. vacation. And there's a Vegas Vacation. Vegas! Is the last Vegas, one. Baby, Actually, la- I think the Vegas is like my second favorite, that to be honest. Funny. It's oh, yeah. so funny. Um, but yeah, man, Chevy Chase, that whole series, we grew up with it. It's, it's so funny. Guys, if, you, if anyone has not seen Christmas Vacation and is hearing this right now, you need to go watch that. Go pay that two ninety nine and just fucking watch it. You're going to laugh your ass off. It has something for everyone. Like Gev said, like senior citizens, kids, it's, it's hilarious. It has adult humor, but at the end, Everyone is just so happy. You just appreciate family, friends, and the people around you around that specific time. Yeah, um, it it has what every Christmas classic has. It has a lot of like hectic craziness. There's a lot of just like um, it's like it's a disaster. Disaster. Oh you know, one God. thing going wrong right after the other. You know, typical Christmas film where things just don't go right. But then you know. We kind of reconcile our differences or reconcile the issues and we realize, you know, Christmas is more than just gift giving and, you know, making turkeys mm-hmm. and putting up lights and getting Christmas trees. Christmas is actually, you know, a holiday about being together and appreciating the ones we love and coming together for a time to feel appreciated. So Christmas vacation has some of that in that what it's basically about, it's essentially a family uh, a real goofy dad who Chevy Chase plays. His name is Clark. Clark Griswold. <laughs> Clark. <laughs> his son Clark, Rusty. Mr. Griswold. <laughs> his son Rusty. His wife oh, Ellen. Audrey. Ellen. 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 Audrey. Yeah, and the daughter's name is Audrey. So it's about them. And on this particular Christmas, the in-laws on both sides are coming. Come oh, to yeah. the house in Chicago. Yep. Yeah. Christmas. Like a to me. Yeah, yeah, so you got in-laws on both sides. It's already a shit that's, show. It's already, that's already a shit show in itself. And then along call comes Cousin Eddie. Which is one of the greatest characters in film history. Oh, yeah. oh yes. Randy Quaid. Oh, bless his heart, man. Oh, yeah. oh he is just so funny. If Dennis this, Quaid's brother. Yes, if you guys didn't it, know that. Randy Quaid's not around anymore? No, he's here. He's oh, still, yeah. He hasn't passed. Well, he's not here, but like, but he's, he's not, not act- dead. If he I didn't mean, have a gambling me. problem and yeah. a drug problem and a drinking problem... He would still be a oh, good actor. Okay. But like, nah, he, he I lost thought con- like he wasn't around as in like he. No, he's just not current. Like just his brother, like Dennis Quaid, like like current. But Randy Quaid, man, he's one of the funniest guys I know, man. Him, Chris Tucker, like these guys I put up there are just so. He makes the movie. He makes the series, bro. Honestly, I agree with. That's you. a honey of a tree, Clark. You real? Yeah, yeah. I dug it out of the ground myself. That a fact. Hey, hey, get out of there! Stop! No. 
Oh, don't worry about it, Clark. Little tree water ain't gonna hurt him. Before we left, he drank a half a quart of Penn's oil. Boy, when he lifted his leg the next morning. Whoa. <laughs> hey, Eddie, if he drinks the water out of there, the tree's gonna dry up. Come on, out of there. It's not. Out, out, out. You get out of there. Come on, get in the kitchen now. Get in the kitchen there and get you something to eat. Go on. Yeah, he, he's one of the best characters in the film. It's like... He's the up there with, like, Johnny Drama to me. Like, they're, like, that same time. Like, without them, the, the series is, the, like... The, the movie would not be the same. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, because, I mean, the, the film itself is, is funny. And, and really, Cousin Eddie doesn't even come in until, like, a third or halfway through the film. About quarter way in. And then yeah. you know, once he's in, it's just, like, once he comes in and he brings his, like, two, like, kids who have their own weird little, like... Like attributes his characters along with his wife, <laughs> it's the film just gets on another level of hilarity. And now this film was written by the famous John Hughes, you know, who brought us The Breakfast Club, who brought us Pretty in Pink, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and actually Home Alone, another Christmas classic, one classic. and two. John Hughes did both of these, so it's not surprising that this film doesn't lack in humor, doesn't lack in originality, doesn't lack in thematic elements like it's more than just a comedy and it's i mean even you don't need to pay 2.99 to see it it's on amc i'm sure every every week you know <laughs> during christmas season it's on the amc channel oh, yeah. i think it's on hbo max yeah if i'm not know. mistaken it might just be on amc and no it is on hbo max Ooh, so if wow, you have it's it, on hbo max if you guys, have an hbo it. max subscription you, you better can go get ahead that and HBO watch max. it there you, there go. you go see that matrix coming out pretty soon one of the things that <laughs> One of the things I really like about the movie is more than just a Christmas story. It kind of shares this guy, um, Clark Griswold, who is getting, um, he's expecting a bonus from work. He's, he's <laughs> yes. been working really hard. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us can relate to this. Yes. You know, we work really hard. We mm -hmm. try to do the best we can. To Kiss help. up to our boss. <laughs> a little <laughs> bit of that. A little bit of expectation for a Christmas bonus. He doesn't get it. He gets a little... Uh, 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 what do they call he gets it? A, a subscription to the Jelly of the Month Club. Exactly. <laughs> and then Cousin Eddie, which is a family member, yep. which is his brother-in-law. Yes. Uh, or, um, yeah. Yes, brother-in-law. Yeah. yeah. Basically tries to go and get that bonus for him. So it brings the moral of family in there and the way uh, that we do things to take care of our own, you know, mm -hmm. our family. He tries to go and get that bonus for him end of the day it's a good story brings family together yes and it shows not everything in life is about bonuses mm. but it also shows that a bonus goes a long way later down the road especially yes. during the holidays exactly get, you get those cool gifts man yeah man what, what's the coolest hey, gift this hey, year Gav, do, they, do they give holiday bonuses at denny's <laughs> uh you get an extra biscuit <laughs> <laughs> which 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 you're uh Breakfast gravy. But anyway, Gav, what did you like about the film? I'm not going to lie. I think one of the coolest scenes, just ultimate baddie when he's like long, the long, uh, the, <laughs> I knew it. The long short. Oh, when he's like, when he's at the mall, when he's at that girl, the woman is so fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so fine that literally I, I give up. That's the ideal woman. Look, I'm wearing something similar. See? I can't see the line. Can't see the line, can you, Russ? No. So nope. fine. <laughs> when you think of like that that era, I mean, what, what year was the movie? Late 80s? Or 1989. 80s? Wow. Just 80s babes. That mm -hmm. was, I mean, that was, it. and uh, if I'm not mistaken, there's a scene with the, uh, with the, he's wearing the mask with the chain, uh, with the. Looking like the Jason. Jason, Jason yeah. 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 <laughs> the neighbors, because they, they're, they're not so. I mean, it's not so neighborly. Uh, not so because it's been a cool minute since I've seen the movie. Mm -hmm. I remember I used to have a coworker when I worked at uh, <laughs> my last place, not Denny's where I worked. Where he's like, <laughs> "You have to watch Christmas um, vacation, vacation." So I, I always remember the chainsaw scene, yeah. you know, his and little that crazy eyes like he does with his eyes. Yeah. You know, he's going crazy. So I thought that was pretty cool, and then but of course <laughs> the '80s babe that. I wish I wish it was scenes. like that when I walked into Macy's every time, but I no I got this like obese penguin looking <laughs> uh, Beetlejuice type of a woman trying to ask me if I have a Macy's account for the eight hundredth time. So would you like to sample one of our products today? <laughs> Something for the wife, for the girlfriend. <laughs> 
for the husband, maybe. <laughs> no, the best is when they're like, hey, uh, I know someone I could set you up with if they look anything like you. Um, no thanks. <laughs> oh but no, I think, I think that scene for sure. What about the scene where he's uh, imagining his Christmas pool and he's at the window? <laughs> And remember that scene where she gets on the diving board? He has, he has like a fantasy. Fantasy of his and pool of and like the, the pool there. there. I'll be honest scene? with you, man. I've seen so many Christmas. I mean, I'm so many vacation films that sometimes I I get it mixed up. I really do. Like, yeah, yeah. even the original uh, vacation. The I summer. feel like it's always the same thing. Well, I the love Ferrari, the, too. the girl in the Ferrari yeah. always passing by on the highway. Yep. The pool, you know, pool. It's... Uh, Holiday run. And this this is actually the only film where they don't play that song. Yeah, I yeah, because they don't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, but it's still. Hey, fun fact: you know uh, that Christmas Vacation was filmed in Burbank. Yes, it was. It was filmed mm. in Burbank at that little lot, Warner Brother lot. I've passed by it, and I want to go in that lot so bad because the house is still there, but they kind of changed it. <laughs> but it's still in that lot. Really, on the filmed. Warner's lot. Uh, the Warner's lot in Burbank. It's basically uh, just a, na- a a lot with just uh, just neighborhoods mm-hmm. and stuff. So I've I've looked it. at. Oh, I've always okay. wanted to I see think that I house. know. I know what you're referring I believe to. It. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, it's actually surprising because John Hughes typically like to shoot on location. Uh, that that is true. Sh- mainly yeah. around Chicago. Mm-hmm. So that's just surprising that they had. it. I know other shots lot. were in Chicago, like like the the city shots yeah. and. But it was it's weird, yeah. They they filmed here in, wow. in L.A. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because I know uh, there's a Netflix uh, documentary series on right now, the movies that made us, mm-hmm. and they have Home Alone on there. And I watched it, and it's it said how uh, they built like the entire interior of the house in some gym in mm-hmm. a high school in Chicago, and that the house outside is actually a real house in Chicago. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it's interesting how he decided not to shoot on location. Oh, it? really? So the house is they never used the house. No. It's just not they just show the outside of it. Yeah, just Only the outside, the outside ah, just exterior. Yeah. Interesting. That's how they do with a lot of uh, like Films, yeah, they because yeah. okay. I mean especially if you're using like certain stuff that involves like. Uh, Rem- you know, you don't want to damage it and to the point where yeah. it's like, oh, shoot, we got to remodel your whole... Especially a film like Home Alone where it's yeah, just like, right? it's just disaster everywhere. Yeah. Ex- yeah. yeah. But no, but Christmas Vacation is definitely one of those holiday classics. And I'm sure many of you have seen it already. And uh, if you haven't seen it a while, watch it again. It's a good one to watch with the fam for mm-hmm. sure. Um, it's It's a little bit. You don't want to watch it with kitties, I don't think. Like with little kids? kids, like what, like there's, there's a lot of adult humor. Let's with just thirteen say. and under, no? there's some there's some naughty language. So yeah. you know, if like you're if you're looking for a family film with the little kitties or like ten and under, not really used to like you know some swear words and some like sexual metaphors, and maybe it's not yeah. the best film for you. Stick to Elf and the Christmas Story. <laughs> but if you have older children like ten and up, and you don't mind them, you know, hearing some of that, then it's definitely it's a perfect film for that. Nice. So yeah, anyway, Christmas Vacation. Check it out. It's on HBO Max. Now, next, we're going to be going to another adult comedy, <laughs> another Christmas classic with my man, Billy Bob Thornton. There you go. And the famous Bad Santa. Classic oh. film. Classic. Now, none of us really picked this film. This was kind of like an overall consensus. We must talk about it. So A must. A must. Yeah, this, this one, this is probably one of my favorite films with Billy Bob Thornton in it. 100%. It's like top five for sure. Um, his, his, I feel like this was the perfect role for him. You know, like a drunk, <laughs> <laughs> drunk kind of loser. Like, all he wants to do is just fuck bitches and drink. <laughs> and drink. <laughs> do you want some sandwiches? <laughs> you want some sandwiches? Should I fix you some sandwiches? I don't want any fucking sandwiches. What is it with you fixing fucking sandwiches? Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, Bad Santa. Who wants to give a, a summary of this film? <laughs> Gev? Gev, Sandwich Boy. Hurry this, up. This is what Gev, Gev uh, aspires to be this character. He's, I mean, ultimately, he's just an alcoholic thief. Yeah. Who, Essentially. Uh, he, he has this little, like, ring of crew members who... They work. He like has a little heist. sidekick who's His literally little, yeah, the little midget. Oh, 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 and well, it's it's a small pe- little people. Oh, uh, little person. S- small people. Uh, little, yeah. Let's be politically correct. Uh, little person. Little little people. We're a little people show uh, record. And and he, he, I mean the whole I think cast. Um, it was just it was it was just well done. I Bernie mean, Mac. Got, 
The man, the R.I.P. Bernie Mac, John Ritter. Um, you got, I mean, definitely a great chemistry of of characters. But ultimately, yeah, they they uh, they heist uh, malls and uh, during the Christmas season. During the Christmas season, the Billy Bob Thorne acts as a Santa. And they use that as a way to kind of scope the security systems of the mall. And then once they figured out a way to get through it, mostly the brains of the operation is a little guy. Um, what's his name? I'm trying to get his name right now. I don't want to just call him little guy. Elf. <laughs> elf. His little elf. He acts as his elf while he's there, you know, being Santa. And he's a terrible Santa, by the way. He has kids come up to him and he's all drunk and hungover. And he's like, what do you want, you little shit? And he's got like, like the, the Asian girl, uh, girlfriend, right? The uh, doesn't he get with the bartender? No, no, the the little the, the elf. Oh, yeah. His, uh, she yeah. she always like there's like scenes that she's like going and like writing that stuff down that what she wants from the mall. <laughs> so they when they do the heist to like in, like get those as well. Yeah. For her. So the little person's name is Tony Cox. So and he's been in other films too. Um, but this is probably his most like famous one but yeah he acts as a sidekick in the brains of the operation so once they feel like they have a good understanding of the security system they go ahead and break into the mall in the middle of the night and they just steal a bunch of crap and essentially they do that every single year they just hit another different mall mm -hmm. and so this year in specific uh santa meets a little fat kid a, l a little fat kid and he's kind of a little fat kid's a loser he's being bullied he just he's kind of like Another oblivious character has no awareness for himself or for his surroundings, mm -hmm. but he's very innocent and he loves sandwiches. He loves sandwiches <laughs> so, as, as you know, all overweight kids do. Um, and so he doesn't really have anyone, doesn't really have a father, doesn't have a mother. He just has his grandma that he kind of like takes care of him. The grandma, she also is like on her way out. Uh, <laughs> and essentially Billy Bob Thornton meets his character and he sees something in him. He sees the innocence because he's been so like, he's been so battered by the world. He's like, he's just had these experiences as an adult that has formed him into this drunken loser. And so he sees the innocence of this child and that I think he sees hope in in him. And yeah, there's moments where like, uh, um, Billy Bob's character like snaps at the you know the kid like he gets angry. He's so stupid, uh, you know. But like towards the end, you can see that he he the warmth comes out, you know. Especially I think it's towards the ending scene when like uh, the cops are drawn and he's trying to give the the toy to the to the kid. Um, so it just shows that you know he his he has a soft spot. Yeah. As everyone does, you know. especially around the holiday season, you know, as rude and aggressive and as, you know, uh, drunk that this bad Santa may be, he is still in a way a Santa Claus and, you know, he has a lot of faith in children. And here's this little kid who's always offering to make him sandwiches because one thing we missed, he brings Santa home with him because essentially he has no, the kid has no one to watch him, just a grandma who's like half asleep or half dead <laughs> the entire film and he realizes bad santa realizes like yo this house is like nice and he could stay here he doesn't have to sleep in his car or whatever and he basically um takes advantage of the poor kid <laughs> he but doesn't he like raid the safe yeah <laughs> take like he like money. takes everything and he just takes advantage of him at first but then as you said he grows a soft spot for him kind of acts as a father figure, tries tries and guide him. Teaches him boxing. Yeah, teaches him how to deal with bullies, how to deal with women, because Bad Santa also meets this nice little, nice little hot waitress who apparently has a thing for Santa Claus. So, <laughs> Wasn't so, that the actress from, like, some weird, like, raunchy show, Guilt was... Gilmore Girls? I don't, was that I don't her? know. That, that's the only She film. was in a show. Uh, her name's Laura Graham. Laura Graham. She, she was in... Lauren Graham, excuse me. I don't know what else she's been in. This is oh, you're right. She was in Gilmore. Gilmore Girls. Girls. That's yeah. what I'm like. Oh, okay. She's been in other things. Nothing that I've really not seen. that I like watch Gilmore Girls. If that's what I'm not trying. It's all right, Gav. We don't judge. Um, <laughs> if you look at it in a different lens, here's a guy, Billy Bob Thornton's character, who at some point had his own innocence. You know, he was a child. Right. He basically, was they dive a little uh, deep into that too? Yeah, he basically was picked on, bullied, kind of like how this kid is. Yeah, and he kind of sees himself a little bit in this kid, right? Uh, and 
as he got old, he became an adult. He became bad Santa. He went through mm-hmm. a lot of stuff in his life that brought him to where he's at. And he's kind of seeing this in this kid right now. He gives him a hard time in the beginning, but then he, like you all said, he yeah. grows a soft spot and he tries to teach him the ropes and try to be that father, father figure in his life that the kid's looking for. Yeah, because they never say where the parents are, huh? No. Uh, they, like, never mention I it. It's just, so. here's this, like, fat little kid who's just living with his grandma. Yeah. Yeah, they never really say where the parents are. But no, you know, it's, uh, there's, like, a couple scenes that always, uh, always just makes me crack up. The, uh, when he's at, uh, in the bar, uh, it walks out, I think he's going to his car. And I am not gay. The hell, buddy? Buddy! I said I am not gay. Are you off your fucking meds or something? Yes. Sound uh, anything like about the film? Bad Santa. I remember seeing that. That that movie came out in what 2003. Yeah. Oh my! I was so young. Oh, I think I was watching it with my dad. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I think our dad took us to go see it at the theater. <laughs> By I don't think he realized That's great like parenting right there. Great I'm, I'm here like nine years old. Like. You get fuck? a knock from child services why, why the following is, Monday. <laughs> why? <laughs> Why is Santa having sex with a bartender? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> it, there's so many good. All scenes, you can drink man. eggnog. Is that Mrs. Claus? Claus. <laughs> it's it's such a good movie. It's such a classic. It's but it's rated R. It's it's uh, it's definitely one, not I, one for the kiddies. Definitely not one for the kiddies. But to me, that's one of my top three of that of what he's done in the. In oh, the Billy past. Bob Thornton. Yeah, oh, Billy yeah. Bob. It's the perfect role. Stefan was right. Perf- other than Monsters Ball, that was great. But well, my favorite is Friday, Friday Night, Night Lights. Lights. Yeah, I know yeah, you're I gonna say it, so that's why it's top three. But Bad Santa, you guys got to see it. It's so funny. And the second one, what do you guys think about the second one? You think it was okay? Like, yeah, it, uh, the second one funny. gives a little more backstory. His mother comes into the picture, uh, mm-hmm. Bad Santa's mother, and um, that's of course it's the incredible. What's her name? What's that bitch's name? I don't know why I don't know. Was the second one the one the opening sequence is oh you think he's a bartender in Miami, but he's actually just yeah stealing drinks from the bar. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Bad Santa available right now on Pluto, if you have that app. It's mm. a free app you, you can go. get. It's on demand there with commercials. It's also currently playing on MTV. So if you have MTV, you could probably catch it. But you know, MTV's gonna cut out all the good stuff. All the good stuff. So find a way to watch it either on Pluto or like my brother say, pay the two ninety nine. It'll be worth your while. Now the next film, many may not know about it. Well, I mean they should know about it, but like not everyone thinks of this one as a Christmas classic. It's just, it's just because it's it's not a film that's centered around Christmas. It's just a film that takes place during Christmas, mm-hmm. kind of like Die Hard. Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie. It just so happens to take, take place, place yeah. around Christmas. Mm-hmm. But this one is one of my absolute favorite films. I used to watch it as a kid. I still watch it every year, even now. I watched it last week, again, just to kind of refresh my memory, even though I don't need to because I watch it every year. This movie is so fucking hilarious, at least in my opinion. And it is Just Friends. Jamie Palomino. (laughs) Hello, Joyce. Mom, I'm on the phone. Well, Chris, what are you doing over at Joyce's? No, Mom. I'm in the living room, ten feet away from you, and I'm on the phone. Oh, <laughs> dude, you got Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris, one of her best roles. Like Anna Ferris has done a lot of funny films, but to me, this is like one of my favorite roles. Good, good choice, Stefan. I love that movie. Thank you. It is so funny. It's Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds, oh, Anna yeah. Ferris, and that's really all that really matters. I mean, the the girl in Talk it. She's just the whole kinda. cast, like, I mean, the little brother's hilarious. Oh, He's the dude yeah. from, uh, uh, oh, my God, what? The Girl Alpha Next dog. Door. Alpha he was Dog. Alpha Dog. Um, you can't forget Amy Smart. And Man oh, Crush Monday. Amy Ryan Smart. Yeah, Butterfly Amy, Effect. Amy Smart, man. She was so good. She was a yeah, beautiful She's body. Jamie Palomino. Chris Klein was Chris Klein. Yeah, who did the American Pie films. Yeah. And, yeah, Chris Marquette, who's a little brother. Chris Marquette hasn't been in anything for a while, but... I'm sure they make royalties off this film every year. But it's Just Friends, which is essentially centers around Ryan Reynolds. When he was in high school, he was fat. And just seeing the f- seeing Ryan Reynolds in a fat suit and alone is just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Ryan Reynolds was fat in high school, and he was best friends with Jamie Palomino, who is played by Amy Smart. Mm-hmm. And 
essentially in the beginning on like it's their senior year it's after graduation everyone's signing yearbooks he finally confesses his love for her and for any guy who's ever been in a friend zone they know what this feels like you know a lot of guys for some reason feel like to get a woman's attention or to eventually have her feelings you have to somehow be their friend you be nice to her you know you talk about your day you do everything that they want to do because you think eventually they'll realize hey this is a great guy i should be with him i shouldn't be dating all these other losers I should just date this guy who's nice to me, treats me right, and is basically my best friend. But in high school, that doesn't work. And a lot of guys don't realize that until later. That doesn't so. work in adulthood either, my friend. <laughs> you know, well, I've, I've never really, I mean, I've been in a relationship for a very long time, so I haven't tried that in adulthood. But I hear it can go either way because a lot of girls who didn't want nice guys in high school, by this time, they realize, you know what, maybe I should go for the guy that is actually treating me nice instead of fucking with douchebag over here who's going to <laughs> Vegas every night, staying at the Flamingo with his boys. <laughs> What's wrong <laughs> with the Flamingo? <laughs> <laughs> and then coming back smelling like some cheap cologne from Rite Aid. So, <laughs> Gav. <laughs> Drinking whiskey out of a plastic bottle. Hey, I think it's today's generation. It's a little Smoking menthol cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> going early to excess nightclubs so they don't have to pay the 50 bucks or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Getting there at they're, they're still cleaning the like pool. The oh, there's an extra charge for ranch. No um, thanks. I'm on the guest list. I'm the first one here. Sir, the drinks are on the house. The club doesn't open for two hours. Well, I'm here. I'm on the guest list. <laughs> let me sit down somewhere. I gotta let y'all know I'm the first of the line. I'm here for a reason. Guys, I fucking lost 20 bucks on blackjack. I'm done for the weekend. Do you guys accept a triple A discount? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I feel like women in their older age don't want a guy like that. They want a nice guy. But in high school, women don't want that for whatever reason. They want the kind of the douchebag, the one that's not available, and the one that doesn't give them attention. So Ryan Reynolds is that best friend. Gets rejected. He gets rejected so hard, you'll see in the film, that it just motivates him to never be a loser again. Flash forward 10 years. He's a successful music agent living in Hollywood. He's his Ryan Reynolds 6'2 self, all cut up and buff now. And he's you know, dating women here and there, and he realized he he becomes the person he sought out to be, the exact opposite of his loser self in high school. And then uh, since he's a successful musical agent, his boss wants him to sign Anna Ferris, who is the latest pop singer, kind of a Britney Spears type of character, like blonde, kind of dumb, very sexually evocative. Her name's Samantha James. <laughs> and so his boss wants him to... Because Ryan Reynolds' character had a dating history with her, wants him to sign her. And so how he does that, he has to, like, go with her, and they're going to go spend Christmas in Paris. But the plane has to land in Jersey, his old hometown. He's stuck there for a couple days where he encounters his old flame, Jamie Palomino. And you just kind of see those interactions of him struggling with, I need to be my new self so I can impress her, but she really is in love with my old self. So it's, it's really fun, but it's filled with hilarious one-liners that if you meet me i will constantly reference to it's just the whole clash of like it's so much going on but it's just it's it's a, it's a great film very underrated film yeah anna ferris's character is what like cousin eddie is a christmas vacation without anna ferris's character samantha james the film is not what it is she like makes she's like a really terrible <laughs> she's like a really terrible pop singer Samantha. Been the same key for the last 43 takes. Well, something's off then because I'm just not feeling it. Okay? <laughs> Classic. <laughs> the way she says it too, the way she talks, I think she makes the film. It's I wrote this new song called Forgiveness. <laughs> Forgiveness. I love the part when the when, uh, they walk in in the room, she's eating toothpaste. Because <laughs> <laughs> she hit her head. Because <laughs> she hit her head. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, just remember that. Scene. But yeah, it, it's really a film for any guy who's ever been in a friend zone to kind of story just like of my life, <laughs> searching for the right. So if you've been in a friend zone, it's a good film to kind of watch to let you know that you know, like you're not alone. A lot of guys oftentimes get put into the friend zone, and you know, it's it's about those struggles of trying to get out of it. And what it has to do with Christmas is not much, essentially. But it's really about a film about a person who kind of left his hometown, comes back, a new man, and kind of, like, proves to himself and family that he doesn't have to always be the same person that he had this reputation as. And I think that's a good story for anyone. You know, people can change. And change for the better, but you don't lose your genuine self along the way. Santi, I don't think you've ever been in the friend zone, so that's why I don't think you like this movie. <laughs> no, I love this movie. One of my <laughs> he says, uh, oh, you got a Porsche. Yeah, that's all they had. He's driving a Porsche. He's driving a fucking in like GT3 snow. in the fucking snow. Yeah, yeah, bro. It's, right. it's, it's, it's so cool. Because he's trying to impress her. Because he's an agent. I understand. Like He's a badass now, and he goes back to this little small town. You're right. It's some of the best one-liners ever. Oh, my God. Because I, I could quote it, that film all day. Because, man, and, and I was looking up like, yo, Ryan Reynolds was like my age. It was like at the beginning of his career. I was like, man, this was a sleeper. It you was. Know? It, it was. It's, it's, it's so underrated. And, man, Anna Ferris, bro, you're right. Because, remember, she got big with Scary Movie. Yeah. Like, like, for her to be in this role, it was just perfect casting. You know? So, I definitely recommend everyone seeing just friends it's hilarious. hilarious Anna Ferris character like i said definitely highly recommended it's it's yeah. very underrated uh good story um just hilarious and it's on netflix it, everyone yeah. has netflix everyone you have no it. excuse to not watch it. yeah <laughs> period yes which is just it's only like an hour and 30 minutes just watch it and if you don't think Anna Ferris's character is hilarious you're on crack. Like <laughs> it's the worst. You can use your ex's account because I know some of y'all be creeping up on your ex's Netflix account. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Just there sign go. in and be like, you know, make you feel a little bit better about your breakup. You know, <laughs> there you go. It's yeah. a perfect uh, holiday breakup movie too. Yeah, you could, you know, because it, it kind of gives you hope that you know eventually maybe you can exactly. one day, you know, make it happen, get back <laughs> together. You know, get motivation. Why not? Yeah. All you gotta do is uh, take care of yourself, take care of your mind, body. And you can do what he did. You know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Your lifestyle. Complete I mean, turn around. Granted, he was in a fat suit, so. You <laughs> yeah. Know? But, yeah. you know, no, that can happen like that. anyway. We yeah, see movies yeah. like that where guys turn yeah. around and, yeah. I, I was, you know, I, I will admit, I was a little chunky in middle school and, <laughs> you know. So, so I mean, I mean, jo if Jonah Hill can do it. Jonah Hill oh. can do it. Anyone can do it. Anyone can do anyone it. Anyone can do it. it. Anyone can do it. Commitment. So, you know, and, you know, and you'll see, when you watch the film, you'll see, like, he oh. had... That that uh that that moment he had uh with the with the, his best friend with um oh, fucking blinking out that moment he had was very traumatizing for any teenager so that can motivate anyone to do anything so it makes sense that ten years later here he is buff as fuck it also helps when you're six too you know so <laughs> you already have the height all you have to do is just get skinny I, I like when he goes to the bar and then he sees the high school buddy. And it's just still with the Leatherman jacket. Oh, that's the, the dude bunk. that embarrassed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. guy that's that dude. embarrassed him. Yeah. He's like, I got, I got five bucks. You're going to me five bucks. He's like, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, it's it's kind of true. You know, you go to high, like, high school doesn't mean shit. And that's what teenagers yeah. don't realize. You know, you think when you're in high school, this is your entire world. But you world. think it's everything at that time. And then 10 years later, you realize that, yo, there's the girls who peaked in high school. And now they're fucking losers waiting tables at the local bar. At the Denny's. You know, them. like, kind of <laughs> lost their looks. Their looks have yeah. kind of faded now. Yeah. And then you have the, the jocks who were football stars in high school, but... That's all they were, were jocks. They now didn't they're pay bumming five bucks to buy beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now they're just losers still wearing their Letterman jackets 10 years, balding and yeah. fat. Yeah. And so, you know, there's a lot of true, like, you know, stereotypes that I think a lot of us experience as we age and realize what's really important, what really matters, and those things that we, you know, we thought mattered a lot in high school. Now don't matter so much because there he is. <laughs> and he's the one who gives him the idea. He's the one who's drunk in the bar. He's like, he's like, man. Back in the day, you can never get with a girl like her, but now, she's she's all yours, and that makes him realize like, hey, yeah, yeah I am different now. Like, I am now her stereotypical guy that she would fall for, mm -hmm. and so that's why he gets the Porsche, and that's why he does all these things that <laughs> aren't true to himself because here he is trying to be the douchebag he never was in high school. Exactly. So, great film. Classic. 
hilarious, as I've said many times. On to the next. As you guys can hear, Gizmo, you know, he's here giving his input. And we got to talk about the film that he's named after. Oh, there we go. We're going to talk about Gev's pick. Gev, what was it? <laughs> Uh, Gav, you look like Dusty James right now, or <laughs> Dusty Baker. Uh, <laughs> I, pro- I, I, I would be Dusty. <laughs> you oh. know. Clark, got that soft side. Bring your guitar everywhere you go. <laughs> Jamie. Okay. Jamie smiles. So. Gremlins. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take a little break? You look tired. Uh, this uh, uses the parts that he mentioned before. <laughs> so uh, my pick <laughs> uh, for one of my favorite holiday films is Gremlins. 80s classic. Just great movie. Great story. Very cute. Fun. Friendly. Um, I mean, I loved Gizmo so much that... We named our dog Gizmo. I mean, mm-hmm. that that just kind of shows. It was either that or like Bernard. <laughs> Gizmo sounds better. Um, yeah, definitely better than Bernard. Or Bernard. No, or Come uh, here, Bernard. <laughs> Bernard wasn't even. What's your dog's question. name? Roger. <laughs> it was either Gizmo or Yoda. We went with Gizmo. Oh, Yoda would have been good. Yeah, Yoda would have been perfect for him. He looks like a little. Yeah, he does Yoda. Look like a, looks like a baby Yoda. But he also looks like a little gremlin, right? <laughs> so talk to us about Gremlin, because in all in all honesty, I I saw parts of it when I was younger, but I haven't seen the entire film. So a lot of it was actually filmed, uh, believe it or not, at uh, Universal Studios, and uh, at the famous lot where Back to the Future was filmed as well, like the town and square. The town square. Oh, and okay. I I used to I used to work at the studios many years ago, and I would work in that town square. So it you know I've. Seeing it in person, you're like, oh, Back to the Future, this film, so many other movies were, were filmed there. Um, so it's pretty cool to see a lot of the uh, filming locations. But um, so back to Gremlins. Um, great holiday film. Basically, uh, uh, a father who's in Chinatown uh, comes across someone who has something like a mo- uh, it's a, it's uh, basically it's a mogwai, it's like a little uh, uh, gremlin. Because <laughs> was like, let me tell it, let me tell it. I know yeah, yeah. wants to tell right. the story. my film. You're taking way too long to discuss um, the film. So ba- Come basically, on, man. get to the point. Brings <laughs> this little uh, gizmo home, um, you know, as a, a to to his son. But there's three rules, um, three important rules. And that's the emphasis of, of how it all leads up to them being gremlins is they can't be exposed. Well, you sound like you can't, they can't be exposed to direct sunlight. That will kill them. You sound like but obviously that's so, not what happens. So are they aliens? They're not aliens. I, so, they're, so they're creatures of Earth. They're like creatures, yeah. Is it a science experiment? Uh, I mean <laughs> – I don't want to go like too deep in. Okay. You, you sound like a kid doing spark notes. You have no idea what <laughs> I just, I, I just love. <laughs> Gab, can you report on the film you bit? So, um, but, uh, <laughs> he's like that. He's like that meme of that one kid. Have you ever had a dreams that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want? <laughs> that looks like you right. Uh, um. You're well, literally watching the film right now. <laughs> Just literally the, for the past two hours, the film right, Andy, playing in the background. Andy, break it down for us. How, how do you I see Gremlin? I am breaking it down. I'm just, <laughs> there's the three important rules. Oh, what, are the rules? what are the rules? No direct sunlight. It could kill them. Okay. So they're like you, vampires. They can't have water. Mm. And you can't feed them after midnight. That is how they turn into the evil gremlins. Mm. Oh, that's okay. that's what I'm saying. Like that's the important rules of the of of these mogwais, these creatures. Yeah, that's why they become those evil because they were never originally an evil creature. They were right. just cute little. You know, as long as you're within the boundaries of the uh, within rules. the boundaries. Gotcha. So the whole emphasis of the movie is that they terrorize and cause havoc around the town 
is because they were exposed to food and water and um, ultimately what leads to them being gremlins. Let me make so, a clarification. When, when they... Hey, Gizmo, I know. I'm trying to talk here, buddy. <laughs> so when they're exposed to water, they multiply. When they're fed after midnight, they turn into the gremlin. So it's like a cocoon. They become a cocoon, and then they transform from a little friendly, cute mogwai into a gremlin. That's the time where they transition over to a gremlin. And um, the moral of the compass is, or the moral of the story is, when you feed them after midnight and get them wet, you're in a lot of trouble, just like Gizmo over here not letting me speak, buddy. I know. You're trying to feed after midnight. I can't feed you. It's past <laughs> 12 o'clock, buddy. You're going to turn into a little gremlin. So is it one of those films like Just Friends where it's just a film that's around Christmas time? Yeah. There's nothing Christmas thematically ra- related? Exactly. Just, it, yeah, around the holiday time. So you get all those, you know, the aesthetics, the Christmas aesthetics. Right, and, right. A uh, l- lot of memorable scenes. I mean, I still think the evil gremlin flashing himself at the bar is one of the greatest scenes ever. Uh, it's just so iconic. I, I, I would love a, like a picture of that framed in my house somewhere. So uh, Gizmo, now I've seen a Mountain Dew commercial recently right. with like, I think it's Gizmo who's like, with this guy and he's trying to drink some Mountain Dew and he drinks some Mountain Dew and he goes all crazy. Yeah. Is that is that is that is that Gizmo? Uh, I well, I haven't seen the commercial, <laughs> but it's like a Mountain Dew right now and he like drinks it. He's like, he, like makes this crazy. He's like, ah, oh, the shit's diet. Fuck the shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's essentially what it is. But uh, look, look, of him getting they become wet. this. Oh, uh, yeah. Instead, that's the evil gremlin. Ugh. Like look at like I mean so they can they from a, do they kill humans? Uh, they they yeah they I mean They're they don't aggressive. like directly but they do like I mean they do I- interesting ways of uh, of attacking humans you know. Um, what if that gremlin just died? But there's I mean there's a scene that the gremlins go to a movie theater and watch Snow White. I believe. Hi ho! <laughs> and it's like the cu- It's the coolest. They go to a bar. They're drinking. They're smoking cigarettes. They're playing. <laughs> like uh, you're just like, wow! Are this is such a cool stuff? story. They're throwing dishes at the mom. Like, it's get cool. Out of my it's house. cute. It's fun. It's it's creepy. It's everything in a in a film. Kitties yeah. or no kitties? Uh, I'm definitely no kitties on this. So one. don't watch it with kids. Don't watch okay. it with kids. You could. All right, and lastly. Now, this is kind of a weird transition because we're going from like a horror comedy <laughs> to, like, <laughs> to like a dramedy, I would say. Yeah. Well, hey, Just Friends is a horror comedy of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horrifying reflection of Geb's life. The thing is, is that he's still that loser from high school. <laughs> I still am that loser from high school. Oh, man. We, we gotta stop ha- hating on Gav so much. I wear I wear so uh, cheap Rite Aid cologne <laughs> <laughs> and drink whiskey out of a plastic bottle. Oh, I still, I how, still d- how many times you stayed at the Flamingo? <laughs> <laughs> I still ask for a tri- if they t- accept AAA discount. <laughs> hey, but y'all hating the Flamingo Hotel, but have y'all seen the actual flamingos they got out there? That's pretty cool. Actually, that you know, cool. I don't even know why I resort. I mean, there's I way worse you. hotels. In the yeah, flamingos. way there's worse. Like, there's Excalibur. There's like New York, Circus, New Circus. York, Circus Circus. I'm sorry, right. Flamingo. You're actually, yeah. you're actually not that bad. It's one of the original hotels in Las Vegas. It, true, it's true. one of the first. I think it's like the yeah, first one. On it was strip, owned by Bugsy yeah. Siegel. Yeah, yeah, he ran it. Oh, I they still have a picture of him in the, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, like in the cashier's cage. They still they have a picture of Bugsy Siegel. Classic. I mean, man. he pretty much <laughs> started the place, ran it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of holiday movies, last but not least. Yeah. Yes, last but not least, weird transition from a horror comedy to a dramedy. We will be discussing. Last Christmas, I, I gave you my heart, heart but the very next day, day you gave it away. This year, <laughs> to save me from tears, I give it to someone special. I hope you can add the song to this because we are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Love with desire. Hey, Gab, I heard your favorite 80s band was Wham. <laughs> I love Wham. 
I love, believe it or not, I love the music video to that song. Last Christmas? I love the music video because it's like, like, he likes that one chick, but that chick's with another dude, but he gives him the eye. You know, you like give that look. Like, I mean, George Michael just. R.I.P. R.I.P. Just, I love the music video. It's like that when you, when you're with, you know, you know. You know you have your boys with the girl, but you like that girl, but you like, you know, just one of those scenarios. So the moral of uh, Last Christmas, the story. Which is the film. The film. The film, yes. The it film. came out, what was it, last year? Uh, yeah, it came out in 2019. Okay, two years ago. Uh, it features one of my favorites, Miss Khaleesi, a.k.a. Amelia Clark. Came mm. along with her from Game of Thrones. And then Henry uh, Golding. Yeah, and a couple other pretty cool uh, actors. Yeah, Emma Thompson. Yeah, there you go, Michelle Yeoh. Uh, was it that movie filmed at Macy's? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So the whole s- moral of the story is, we have this character played by Amelia Clark, uh, who is, has was recently got a heart transplant, right? So uh, she's not taking care of herself. She's not taking care of her body. She's living a miserable life. She's not happy. And she's given this gift of life, right? She's had a heart transplant. She's enjoying, uh, she's not enjoying life. She's not uh, happy with where she is in life. And um, she's trying to find herself. And she works at a holiday store or Christmas store. And she works for this lady. And um, she's not in the Christmas spirit. She's trying to audition to sing and um, part, be part of this, like, um, uh, I forgot what it's called. It's like auditioning for the holiday uh, show or the play. And she's doing everything that, quote, unquote, would be toxic for her because she's following a dream that's not meant for her, right? Uh, and until she meets this uh person who's uh, uh, played by Henry, uh, Henry Golding, and the tall, handsome guy, uh, Henry Golding, who comes in and basically talks to her and uh, basically shows her the ropes and goes through areas that he likes and he enjoys. Um, Areas, uh, there's this church group that he would uh, basically... um, there was a church group he would volunteer for and basically spends a lot of time there and basically gets to talk to this girl and gets to know him and teaches him about himself. Fast forward into the movie, you later find out that this person passed away. Uh, Henry Golding, spoiler alert. Um, He actually passed away a year ago and his heart is in Amelia Amelia Clark's Ah, his that's heart, a transplant. Yeah, his heart is in Amelia Clark's uh, body. Body, and he is part of her. Right. And this whole entire time, he's imagining her and seeing her, and he's basically telling her that I'm with you. Take care of my heart, because this is my heart too. And she basically starts going from living this toxic lifestyle where she's chasing things that don't aren't meant for her. She's basically opening up and uh, singing and part of the choir gives back to the church and basically living her best life. And she's happy. So it's kind of one of those romantic rom-coms that has like this kind of sad and um, morbid uh, ending to it. But it's also kind of a beautiful ending because it kind of helps you uh, cherish life and cherish what you have. And that's kind of the part of christmas nowadays exactly uh, especially with the song last christmas yeah it gave me my heart i was about know? to say it, it directly reflects the lyrics and exactly. it kind of looks at it from a different perspective because i think what most people do including myself because I, I adore that song um we see the i see the song as you know last christmas i like gave you my love i yeah. gave you my heart and the very next day you gave it away meaning like you weren't interested in my love exactly. you didn't care for my love um but this year, I'm going to give it to someone else. But in this sense, what you're saying is that this film is essentially, I literally, physically 
gave you my heart and you're here giving it away living a toxic life and not appreciating it exactly so i, I you know now i'm gonna watch this movie yeah, it's you know? that's some movie. deep shit bro <laughs> uh. <laughs> is this a podcast or is this a therapy session hey it's coming from it's a therapist do. so what Fuck. else do you want man? this is the bonus room this is your there therapy you show of record there you go <laughs> free of charge gavin <laughs> hey, a lot of people pay a lot of money for Is that this the bonus room or the board of therapists room, bro? <laughs> I'm in the wrong. Yeah, yeah, have you seen the movie? Of course I've seen the movie. You're crying in the movie. Uh, so see, you hey, honestly, I, I did kind of tear up. It was a very... It's very emotional. You know, and it's like I read the reviews about the film. People are, oh, it's cheesy. It's this. It's yeah. most Christmas Blah, blah, are. blah. And I'm like, okay, it's yeah, whatever. It's cheesy. It's cheesy. It's this. But... It was a cool story. Like yeah. it really was Sounds a nice. cool story, you know. Like based around the the holidays. Um, I liked it. I, I I thought it was a very enjoyable film. Again, like one of those films that most people don't know about. You know. I remember when it came out. I just you know. I I just I don't know why I didn't take any interest in watching it. Um, I don't know what's going on in fall of 2019. It's unless you're a fan of those actors and actresses, it's not one of those movies that you wanna. Oh, I'm gonna watch it. You know, yeah. It's, it's. I mean, I've never seen Game of Thrones, so that probably explains it. Yeah, a lot of people that uh, followed Game of Thrones definitely um, probably caught their eye. They're like, "Oh, let me try it out." It was ironic the, of of how I watched it. It was basically just I had an AMC uh, A list reward. You get oh, a free there you go. Movie. Yeah, you like, played you a subscription, what? might as well. Yeah, you're going out on a date. They're like, oh, I want to go watch Last Christmas. All right, I'll go. Let's go. So that's how I watched it, and I liked it, honestly. It was one of those uh, movies that uh, I it hit home different to me because I had my own health issues, and I kind of relate to the character, you know. You kind of get to a point in your life where you kind of uh, forget about taking care of yourself, and mm. this movie kind of helps you uh, reminds you to hey sometimes you gotta take care of yourself you gotta be there for yourself and advocate for yourself and you're like you know what i need to take care of my body i need to take care of my mind i need to take care of my health mm. and this was the best movie to um express that and talk about that and make it okay like if we're not having a good day we're not doing the best especially this holiday season a lot of people don't have families and people to be around with and this movie kind of shows that, you know what, sometimes um, all you need is the person inside you. Take care of yourself and um, things will go well. And I'm going to take care of myself tomorrow with a Flintstone gummy bear. <laughs> Get those vitamins in. Flintstone gummy. Enjoy I'm going to take care of myself tomorrow. Life, you know? No, of, of course. And I think that's a really good message, especially – now in these times, you know, a lot of people who are struggling with the COVID-19 coronavirus are hospitalized that would do anything for good health. And so I think that's a good message to say, you know, take care of yourself, appreciate the life you have, appreciate that you're living and breathing every day. Because a lot of people who are struggling with sicknesses and diseases and cancers, mm -hmm. they would give anything to be healthy. Yeah. So I think that's a very good message, especially around the holiday season when we kind of reflect on our year. What have we done? What have we contributed to society? Um, another year has come and gone. Christmas is kind of like that final wrap up of like, how can I be better in the next year? So great pick. I haven't seen the movie, but yeah. sounds like a good one. Definitely great check pick. it out. It's, it's worth it. It's, it's worth it. It's not on anything that we know of. So you will have to pay that two ninety nine, but it might be a two ninety nine well spent. Yeah. It used to be on, um, HBO max. I think I, I saw it on there. HBO max. It might be on HBO max. It's not on Google. It doesn't say it's listed there, but I'm almost sure I saw it there. Oh, Go ahead. I want to do a little sh before you before sure, you. Uh, there's one film shot around the holidays. One of my personal Stanley Kubrick favorite films, Eyes Wide Shut. I've never seen it. I I, I just <laughs> have to throw it out there. Nothing to do with the holidays, but go for it. it eyes wide shut. Are your eyes wide shut right now? You're falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally me after eating like. Three bags of uh, Takis. Eyes wide shut. All right. Um, Favorite Christmas dinner side. Ooh. It might be different for you guys because, you know, oh, you're yeah, Armenian, but just give us your side. I don't know. All I have is kebab for Christmas, so <laughs> I have no idea of anything else. I would definitely say pie for me. Pie? What kind of pie? Uh, what kind of pie? 
I'm a pecan pie kind of Cream pie. pie. Oh, yeah. But I will, uh, pecan pie with vanilla ice cream. If y'all haven't had that and a little bit of whipped cream and a cherry on top, woo-wee. Oh, yeah? That's the business? Yeah, that's the business. Damn. I haven't tried that actually. There I bought pecan go. pie. No one ate it, man. <laughs> oh, there were too many pies, man. We had like five different types of pies. Well, clearly, a little diabetic eat. after that. Clearly, I'm not there because that know. pie would have been gone. <laughs> man, get yeah, what? What's your favorite pie? You look like a cherry pie. That <laughs> <laughs> Fava beans. <laughs> Hello, did you say cherry pie? <laughs> She's my cherry <laughs> pie. Uh, you know, um, sides. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm lost for words. I've never had someone ask me that. I've had people ask me, "Who's your side chick? Have you ever been side swiped?" Um, what's your best side? Are you the side dude? But I've never had someone ask me like what's your favorite <laughs> side during your holiday meal. I I don't know. I don't know. Ah, that's that's a deep question. <laughs> you did there. like those uh, Hawaiian rolls? I mean, I I, I love uh, stuffing. Mashed potatoes, gravy. You dirty dog. (laughs) Some kebab. You ain't nothing but a hand dog. Uh, I don't know. I like. I like. I mean, going. I mean, it's. We're gonna do the circle of life. I like biscuits and gravy. (laughs) I love how he's at your local Danny's. (laughs) I love how he's like laying down upside down doing this podcast. Oh, my favorite side uh, for Christmas, it, uh, ambrosia or, or <laughs> mashed potatoes. But uh, uh, really, it's just like tamales, man. You got to have tamales. Oh, man. You got to have tamales at Christmas. Okay, green sauce or red sauce? Green all day. Green all day. You, my friend, know your tamales. <laughs> Yo, you got to have the tamales. stupid. Bro, no, I love the green day. sauce. It's always red. Yeah, red I'll go with the red. Yeah. A little bit of... Uh, hey, Santi, which pill does Neo take in the Matrix? Red Ooh. pill or blue pill? He oh. takes the, the blue one. No, nice. You know your uh, Matrix. <laughs> you know your <laughs> no, the new one, he takes the <laughs> red one. Imagine, imagine the Matrix, like the... the does he see the, uh, <laughs> the red sauce tamale or the green sauce <laughs> tamale? <laughs> Choose your tamale. Yo, choose your. <laughs> choose your. Uh, hey, you tell me those pills are colored. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, you didn't get the joke. It's colorblind. <laughs> there you go. They're you both yellow to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I feel like the new Matrix is funny. I feel like they're it's making it funny. Oh, yeah. It looks. I don't like that because the other ones were so serious. Of they weren't course. like funny movies. This one looks kind of funny to me. It looks like it's a comedy kind of, and I'm kind of weird. I Have heard you it was seen Keanu Reeves' interviews? He, my dad said he talks like a mental patient. Like he's just he he moves his hands a lot. He's laughing. <laughs> but it's just Keanu Reeves looks. He's acting kind of weird. I think he's getting older. He doesn't give a fuck no more. I I mean I just hope I hope that guy lives forever. He he's acting like Bill and Ted. You seen Bill and Ted? Yeah. Uh, he, I. I saw almost the whole movie up until the last 15 minutes. Yeah. But can you all imagine a world, I was actually thinking about this earlier, a world where Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock were actually dating and married? I think there's... Speed. Yeah, I think, because they both had a crush on each other, but they never moved forward. They probably fucked, but never did nothing. No, they didn't even do that. (laughs) (laughs) You don't think so? They recently talked about it. Really? They they never messed around? Not even oral? Uh, <laughs> I, th- I think they were both friends owning each other. Uh, it's called fellatio. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That wraps it up for this holiday edition of the bonus room. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe to the Bonus Room Podcast. We are available on all major podcasting platforms. And don't forget to shoot a follow on our official Instagram page at the Bonus Room Podcast. That about wraps it up for this year and this season for the bonus room. The Next bonus year. We hope to have some more episodes. We'll we be some, back. We got some good episodes coming up. We got some stuff up. coming up. But you know what? Omicron out there running around. Uh-oh. We may not have as many episodes as we used to have. 
We'll make it happen. We'll space it out. We'll figure something yep. out. Yep. But anyway, that wraps it up. Once again, I'd like to thank my man Desire. Well, no, it's not Desire and Duty anymore. Mm. It's, it's Earthbound <laughs> underscore 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 Misfit. <laughs> Earthbound two underscores if Misfit. I think three underscores. Three. <laughs> I don't know. If you see a picture of some dude that looks like he's lost in life, that's me. <laughs> that's good. As, your pro- as the profile picture, that's go. me. Own up to it. Thank you for coming back on. We'll probably like to have you back maybe thank you. for an I had no choice. My, my probation officer said I had to do it. <laughs> and thank you to our new guest, Andy. You did a wonderful job filling in. Thank and actually you. gave one of the best films, I think, I of think the night so. last thank Christmas. You. I think that one won, too. Uh, I definitely like the other ones. and They're all classics. They're all classics. Classic. Check them all out. You got time. Yeah. And anyway, Santi, you want to say anything before we sign off for the year 2021? Man, that everyone have a good new year. Oh, Gizmo wants the mic a little bit. <laughs> um, that everyone be safe. Have a good Christmas. Have a good new year. Happy and holidays. Happy holidays. And everyone, just be safe and sound. And we'll see y'all next year, man. We got some good stuff coming. Get ready. Have yourself a merry Jamie Palomino. <laughs> Hello, Joyce. <laughs> Hello, Joyce. All right, guys. That wraps it up. Thank you so much for listening again. We will see you guys in the new year. And till then. Happy holidays. Ho, ho, ho. Adios. Adios. <laughs>